What's up, everybody? I'm Blaine. I'm here with my man, Brooks. This is the 12th Man Podcast. And I don't know about you, Brooks, but last week or at, over the weekend, per se, was uh, one of my favorite times of the season where, you know, title races are closing in on the last day. Uh, transfer rumors are at their peak because, you know, transfers are, are um, what is it, uh, contracts are coming to an end in June and we're a few weeks out and those unofficial agreements start happening. And I'm sure you saw this because who didn't see it, but um, Tottenham Hotspur's talisman Harry Kane made it known to his club and pretty much the whole world that he wants to leave White Hart Lane or Spurs Stadium or whatever they're calling that dumpster fire situation right. they have going on in North London. But he finally got some smarts about him and decided to, to tell Daniel Levy, I want to leave this this dump of a club and and find a club that suits my ambitions. Because let's let's be fair, let's be honest. Harry Kane's a phenomenal player. Golden boot yeah. and and a and top assist in the league. That's that's rare. Way yeah, that's too good to, to be do. playing for the Spurs. Yeah, so Yeah. You know? You don't have to tell me that twice. I definitely agree with you on that. Way too good to be playing there. Way too big. So what do you think? I mean, you're let's let's do it this way. You're Harry Kane, the world is your oyster. Where would you want to play with that kind of talent? Where are you going? If you could go, if the price was right. Uh, I mean, he, he kind of, he didn't really leave it up open to many options, right? He was like, I'm out of here, but I'm not leaving England. So that's true. That's <laughs> what he <laughs> said. <laughs> I, I was, at first I was excited because I told uh, yeah, our mutual friend, I told Chad, I was like, yo, I mean, I'm not a huge Mourinho fan. Obviously he's, I hope that he does, he gets back to his like usual form uh, with Roma, but I was like, yeah, he's talking about, you know, bringing a couple of his like favorite Tottenham players to Roma. And I know he has a good relationship with Harry Kane. So like, I was just like wishfully thinking because Ed and Jekyll was kind of like on his way out. But when he announced like the first line, I was like, Harry, uh, Harry Kane like, wants to leave Tottenham. I'm like, yes, yes. And then I keep reading him like, and wants to stay in England. I'm like, dang, um, definitely not going to Arsenal, which I guess, you know, uh, that's also wishful thinking, but I mean, I think he has to go to, and if he really wants to win everything, I guess he has to go to City, right? I mean, if he wants to stay in London, he can go to Chelsea. Yeah, come down, come on down. We, we'd love to have you, but I'm with you. I think it's City. I think he was even flirting with Kevin. I think he was like, you see Kevin De Bruyne with all the assists. That would be, that would be fun to play with. I think he dangerous. said that. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah, dude. Harry Harry Kane goes to Man City. I think. I mean, I I. They, they'll probably win Champions League this season, yeah. but they'll probably at least do a, a trip, a travel somewhere, whether it's Champions League, Premier League, Carabao Cup, FA Cup. They might win everything there is to be won. Imagine. I mean, the weird yeah, thing is... Yeah, quadruple they, coming. Yeah. Load, you know, get the trophies ready and, you know... Get the upload the memes because Harry Kane is going to be like... His, his trophy cabinet will go from nothing to like... <laughs> four or five trophies in the span of 12 months. Like, he might even pick up a Euro. Who knows? England's not going to win the Euros, but yeah, so he won't get a trophy there, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, the City, like, seems like the most obvious choice just because they have a ton of money, they have the best team, they have the most opportunity to win. But to be honest, like, all of, you know, the the forward-playing players that Chelsea picked up this last season like really none of them have been performing to the you know the likes that you, you would have thought they would especially for the money that they paid uh we I mean I joke about Timo Warner all the time Warner all the time like he only plays because you got a German coach uh, I, I like Kai Havertz but I don't know it's I, I just don't think that they really are happy with who's playing up top for them and that would yeah. be an easy easy fix right oh yeah I mean yeah you you know that yeah I mean would but do you think that would be like a good fit, a good fix? Like, I think that that I, seems pretty good. Yeah, make let me make no mistake about it. I think Harry Kane, whatever team he goes into, unless, I mean, I can't think of a team that he would go into where he wouldn't make them a better team. So I, I mean, I would absolutely love Harry Kane yeah. to come down and play for Chelsea. You yeah. know, that means we got it. Like. I don't like to see, you know, homegrown players go, but if Harry Kane comes in and that means we got to let some of our guys go, I mean, whoever has to go, let them go because, I mean, I think Jorginho was our top goal scorer, so. Well, are you that, serious? 
I I mean in the I mean Tammy Abraham might have been like the top goal scorer having not played since like January in all competitions, but I think in the Premier yeah. League, Jorginho was like top goal scorer with like maybe maybe six goals. Could have been less, probably was. Yeah, I feel like stuff. Tammy Abraham was done wrong as soon as uh, Thomas Tuchel came in. It was just like he forgot he was there. It seems like. Man, it's it's so true, and I don't want to turn this into, like, the Chelsea debate hour, but I really feel like he was. Like, Tuchel, Tuchel comes in, he's like, you don't play my kind of football. It's like, what kind of football are you playing? Like, yeah, we're, gr- we're grinding out results, but, like, what what kind of football are we playing? Like, if the guy, like, to me, like, a goal's a goal. Like, if he's poaching a goal, if he's right. tapping in goals, and, I mean, whether, like, people online are pundits will say like well he doesn't have the pace that Timo Werner has and it's like well then play Timo Werner on the left and play someone exactly. else on the right and yeah because I'm like there like there were so many goals that all they needed was a tap in and he's sending those things <laughs> clear down to London Bridge man like he, he's missing the target and the balls are rising so I'm like I mean I like Timo Werner he did he did good enough but I just feel like team like at the expense, like, what he caused the team to lose because we were trying so desperately to shoehorn him in, I feel like it wasn't worth it. Like, I, I even feel like yeah. Olivier Giroud. Oh, I just thought of something else we should probably discuss later in the later in the episode. We should probably talk about Olivier Giroud and Karim Benzema. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's do it. The, Fran- the France squad. But, uh, yeah, I just feel like, you know, like, no nowhere else in the history, at least I've never seen a player given so many opportunities Mm-hmm. And 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 miss the mark so greatly. Like you got like mm-hmm. 50, 50 shots, uh, and ten of them are in target, and three of them were goals. Like what? And and you still continue to start game and game. But I mean that's besides the point. All that to say, Harry Kane come down. If that means we need to see Timo Werner up to White Hart Lane, you know, Alvita Zane or however you say goodbye in German. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like Timo Warner's not going anywhere. But yes, he should definitely, I think that that Harry Kane would be an amazing fit there. I also, I mean, I wonder about United too, but like they, Edison Cavani signed another extension. Um, I think they're pretty happy with him. I think he likes it there too. I don't know. I don't think anyone would, if they have the money, like no one's turning down Harry Kane. So I think those are maybe the three options, definitely the two options, Chelsea and, and City and then possibly United too. Yeah. Yeah, I feel, yeah, if he went to United, I feel like, like I feel like United are like two players away from possibly overthrowing Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Like I like I keep seeing people saying like, okay, Harry Kane might go there. Well, he might not. And then like Rafi Alvarez might go there. And then I think there was oh, and then Jaden Sancho was gonna go yeah. there. They keep saying like if they get those three players, like you know, it's it's two. All of a sudden, it's two thousand ten again, and it's you know all red everything, but. You know, yeah, season. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely remains. Especially, I I really like Jaden Sancho, but like the hundred million dollar price tag that's put on him, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that he's worth a hundred million. Uh, then what's Holland worth and Mbappe if if Sancho's worth a hundred million? But he did he did tear it up with Holland in the um DFB Pokal or whatever the um cup yeah. was that they won. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, yeah, hundred million for him, I feel like is. Kind of a lot. I wonder how much Harry Kane's gonna go for. Well, dude. Okay, so now we're we're deep we're deep in, we're deep in this now, and we can't turn back. So if I'm Manchester City, I mean Harry Kane, <laughs> like we just got done, you know, singing his praises. He's amazing. Yeah. But if Harry Kane costs more than a hundred million, me personally, I would just go to Dortmund and say, hey, like, absolutely, we're gonna take. Er- how about we take back our old city academy player and. Jaden yeah. Sancho, oh, and we're gonna bring back his mate Erling Holland, and we'll throw three hundred million at you because money's an object. Or maybe they'll give you some players like throw Gabriel Jesus in there, maybe right. a Benjamin Mendy, uh, you know, Nathan Ake. Like all like City's so deep. I mean, they could do it, and they'll turn around and buy some other guy from Sevilla or Valencia. That will right. be Pep's next revel- revel- revelation. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, I mean you're. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, that's the thing. It's like Harry Kane's great. And what is he, uh, 20, 28? 
just turned 28, maybe 29. Like, he's yeah, in his think... prime. But it's like, here, here's my thing. Like, you saw how it planned out. So, like, Real Madrid bought Eden Hazard around the same age that Harry Kane is now. Mm. And Harry Kane's had more injuries than Eden Hazard. And he basically broke down after he left his, his favorite club. I'm not saying the same thing will happen. Belgians are built different than Englishmen, but all I'm saying is like... You're right. I mean, he's great and you'd like to have him, but also he has three years left on his contract and the owner of Spurs is a money grubber. So, I mean, right. I doubt he goes for less than 150, but, you know, who knows? But yeah, I mean, that's a really great point because if... if I, I mean, I don't know how much Holland is going to go for, but... Let's say that Kane is 100 and Holland is 140, just to like throw numbers out there. I would still take Holland all day over. I would pay more money for him. Without you know, doubt. Like, you know, there's no question. But I, yeah, I guess we'll just have to see. I want to know what the numbers are. I want to know how much they're valuing Harry Kane at. Because they're going to overvalue him. You know, they don't. first of all, they don't want him to leave. Second of all, yeah, like you said, he's a money-hungry dude. I, from everything I hear online, it's like, oh, you know, he pushes a real. He's hard to bargain with. He's you know, doesn't let people go very easily, but I, I don't know how true that is. Everyone leaves that team. But yeah, I just, I would totally prefer Holland for even double, I get the price of Harry Kane at his age, his pace, his power. Um, just how hungry he is at that age is pretty incredible. That dude's amazing. All right, dude, so I just pulled it up on Transfer Market. Uh-huh. They're saying Harry Kane's valued at, so this is in US dollars, 132 million dollars so is that like uh, how old is he um kane is age 27 he turns okay. 28 he'll turn 28 in july so okay at least three and a half four years left if he doesn't get injured but i mean you look at erling holland and it's a decade plus yeah, i mean yeah yeah that's I would go Holland all day. Obviously, I mean, uh, yeah. But I guess that wasn't the question. The question was more like, where's Harry Kane going? But yeah, I mean, you got to factor all that into it. And I would absolutely take Holland over Harry Kane. So, all right, man, I'm changing my answer. Okay, so for the record, <laughs> where is Harry Kane going this summer? He's going back to his cottage in the Midlands to to wait out the wait for the Euros, and he's going right back to the Spurs come August and September. You no think so? Buying. Dude, the, I, the, the more I think I... Okay, first off, no, in this market... So just given that Erling Holland is out of his contract next summer... The, oh, so in a year from now. A year from now, Holland's out of his contract. Harry Kane's out of his contract in three years. Erling Holland is 10 years younger. Well, seven years younger. No, no, like no one that's worth their weight would say, let's buy Harry Kane for... Especially if he wants to stay in England. We're just going to say... At least 120 pounds. 120 million pounds. Yeah. No one's going to do that when they know there's a, another guy that is just as good, potentially better, and seven years younger. Right. And Dortmund could be convinced to sell him for maybe even less money. You know? That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know? true. <laughs> and then I thought about So I know Spurs. So if Manchester City or... D doesn't buy him, which I feel like they'd be more compelled to buy Holland anyway because his dad played right. for City. Man, you may or may not need him, like you said. Essen Kamadi just resigned. Who knows what the British boys do at the Euros? Greenwood, Rashford, they might say, you know, we're good. We don't need, we don't right. need this. And then I don't think Spurs will do business with Chelsea because we stole Willie Ann from them back back in like 2013 and he came here and won two two championships or two titles and i think they're still a little like i mean the back page say they're still sour about that so they won't do business with us because remember oh uh, really? we wanted to well so we wanted to buy like there's some drama between these clubs like i think we wanted to buy luka modric chelsea we did roman abramovich wanted to buy luka daniel levy told him no would you imagine oh i cry sometimes Dude, we're not even get caught up in that. Anyway, yeah, yeah. long story short, <laughs> so Dan Levy told him no. Told him no. Turned around and sold him to Real Madrid for less money. That's a true story. That's a true story. Sold him for less. I mean, the nuance would be they waited. Like we wanted to buy him, say, like this summer window, and they sold him like a year later. But yeah. still, I mean, 
they didn't win anything. Like uh, they, they probably didn't even compete to play in Europe for the year that they kept him. So it was basically they were just going to keep this guy out of spite and yeah. sell him to somebody else. Because I mean, there was literally nothing to show for it except for maybe a few shirt sales. Oh well. We'll yeah, I, mean, I, I yeah, that's I think that they do awful business, but um, I will just the the, the only thing I'll leave on Tottenham. I mean, you could be right. Like, I don't think anyone's buying him for that price. Although with Aguero leaving, I don't know. Like, City really, you don't even see them playing with a with a with a lone striker up up front. I mean, they they don't do. Even though Aguero is leaving, do they need to replace him? It doesn't look like it. Um, but your but to your point, yeah, maybe they just wait a year and replace him with Holland. But um. Yeah, no, I don't know. That's, yeah, Tottenham doesn't know what they're doing. Sol Campbell. That's the last thing I want to say. Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. <laughs> yo, you wanna do you wanna do you wanna say or do you wanna go be a gunner and win? <laughs> Sol Campbell strolls into the Arsenal team like it never happened. He didn't Love even remember it. Yeah, shout out to Sol Campbell, dude. Legend. <laughs> I think he was like on the FIFA two thousand six box art too. I, he was on he was on one of the FIFA covers. Yeah, he's, yeah, so good. Cool. All right. Well, let's move. Let's move on from Harry Kane and let's talk a little bit about the uh, the upcoming European games that we have on deck for uh, Wednesday and Saturday. So we got a Via Via Real or or uh, did I say that right? Yeah. And um, Manchester United. I mean, not a whole lot to say there. I mean, for me, I feel like it's a shoe in. If Manchester City or if Manchester United doesn't win the game, something must be seriously wrong. But maybe that's disrespectful. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, going in <laughs> yeah, I would think so too. I mean, it's the only thing is, again, going back to Unai Emery, I think that I we we talked about this a couple weeks ago before the Arsenal game. Like this dude is a magician when it comes to specifically that competition. He's made it to the finals more than anyone else. Like he knows what he's doing. He knows how to win it. So he does have that going for him. But I mean, United is just so tough and so strong. And um, I mean, it's I don't know. They 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 kind of seem like all right. This is the last thing we have to do before we you know head over to the Euros. But I, I think it'll be a pretty good game. I do see that it kind of has to go United's way. But I guess we'll, you know, we won't know till tomorrow. But yeah, I'm with you. I think that United win this one. Watch the game. I'll tell you what, if man you lost the game, I would I would not be mad, so Yeah, I'm the same. I'd be happy pretty I'd be pretty happy with it. Yeah. So yeah, let's see. Moving on to the next European final, uh my boys versus the bl- the blue side of Manchester. Manchester looking to sweep the finals. Um I mean, we've talked about it before. My thoughts after Chelsea's I mean, they stayed in the top four because they were bailed out by Gareth Bell. Shout out to Gareth Bell. But I I am not convinced they could beat Fulham at this point <laughs> in this in the season. So I mean I guess there's all They're on vacation already, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Bags are packed. Guys are <laughs> guys have no interest in, in playing anything until uh August or September, so I mean, I can't see it going to anybody besides City. Yeah, I think City's taking this. I think. I mean, go for it. Oh, I just, I mean, I again, like going. We we kind of just talked about how good Aguero looked when he walked on the field for less than thirty minutes, Uh, and I just feel like these dudes know they're on a mission. You know, it's. I don't know if you saw Pep's press conference. I think yesterday. He was just like, you have no idea the faith and belief that I have in this team. Like, and I don't know, it's just one of those things that is like really tangible. Like you can kind of feel the faith and belief that they all have in each other and that he has in the team. It's like, yeah, yeah, we lost to Chelsea, what, twice this year. But this is like, this This is is different. A different story. (laughs) Yeah, it feels like that anyway. So yeah, I think City, I think that City is going to really, really, really perform. It's going to be like a classic showdown like a classic i don't know smashing yeah well dude this is this is all i'm thinking so somewhere and i don't know if we discussed this before or not but somewhere uh sergio aguero told the city fans he wasn't gonna leave and he brought home one of those trophies you couple that you know he's seen that resurfaced on the internet because we all have so you couple that 
with the fact that it's his last season. And yeah. you look at what he did in 30 minutes time on the weekend. I mean, the guy guy's basically letting you know, if I need to go out here and win this game by myself, if I have to, I'll do it. It's, <laughs> right. It's it's something he's well capable. Like, he's very capable of winning the game alone. Like, he could get the ball and make, you know, like, I mean, was it the uh, the goal, that goal, the first city championship goal? Like, he's ca- like he's the man for the occasion, so... Yeah. As a Chelsea fan, I'm terrified. <laughs> you know, like it's like everything's come to a head. First time in the final, they're they're gonna tear us open like paper mache, dude. It's game over. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> so we might even lose a few players and jobs. <laughs> like they're beating us like seven to one. It's gonna be. Whoa, you think that big, bro? I think I think they're going to go nuts. I think they are going to go nuts. I. If I'm being honest, I feel like we're somewhere along the line we're gonna get a red card because we don't have any discipline anymore. Fighting, we're 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 fighting people and Lester, we're backslides, handballs, where we have no discipline. So yeah, I'm like dude, like, <laughs> like like Phil Foden's getting a goal, Gundogan's getting a goal, Sterling, De Bruyne, Sergio's gonna get a brace at least. Couple defenders are gonna hit some stuff, and Ederson might even take the penalty when it comes because it's coming. It's coming. Then we're gonna get the best out of all time. First Brazilian goalkeeper in a, in a European final to score a penalty when playing against a team from the same league. That's the that's the headline. That's a new stat. Yeah, the new. Oh stat. my gosh! So that's yeah, so I'm not funny. Even, I'm mentally prepared for the out for the onslaught. This dude might not even watch the game. He might just say, text me when it's over. Ooh, yeah, no, I'm watching. I got to watch it. I got to watch it. I just, yeah. Be oh, somewhere so curled up. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, I think that Pep, Pep has got something special planned. All these players know that this is what they signed on for. This is why they came. This is what they've been working on for the last few years. And yeah, I mean... Kuhn, left, Kuhn years ago was like, yeah, I'm not leaving until we bring this thing home. So everything is working out. Everything seems like this is like really their time, you know, especially with that last game of the season. They just looked like it was a little bit of a prep uh, for yeah. this Saturday. So they're ready, man. They're, I can't wait. Marez, I think, is going to shine. Oh, I, I think I forgot to do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to, I mean, John Stones might might even come up with a, with a weird goal from a corner kick or something. If he yeah. even plays, I don't know. We'll know. We, who, who knows who's starting that back line, but that's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I guess, yeah, we'll watch, we'll watch the game and uh, next week we'll, we'll either be really happy or really sad. We'll see. I'm going to be happy. <laughs> so I think yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> you might yeah. have to take a leave. Call, I mean, call next week out. Yeah, yeah. Get someone to cover. Cover for me while I recover. Find a silver lining. Maybe they'll uh, invest heavily, heavily in the squad after we get embarrassed on the main stage. So who knows? I mean, yeah, investing in the squad is not Chelsea's weak point. So It's never been our weak point. We, we're never shy about investing in the squad, <laughs> especially on the hills of a poor result. Yeah, I mean, which most teams would look at a Champions League final defeat and not, I don't know, and have a different approach as Roman Abramovich would, but... Yeah, we, like, yeah, we made it to a Champions League final. No. (laughs) Roman, it's unacceptable. Like, we should have won. You gotta admire that at some point. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, 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 not, never content. Never, I mean, yeah, yeah, you can tell by the amount of managers he goes through, he's never content. Stan Kroenke is all right with not even making it to the Europa League, so. Oh boy, man. So it let was me close. let me. Well, let me let me ask you this. So, like, I feel like there's so much poetic justice in football this season. It's almost as if like someone wrote this script out, you know, <laughs> pre 2020. Is there like, do you feel like Arsenal would have been better off if they would have stood by Unai Emery and not brought in Mikel? To no. replace him, but he's no, in the final with an inferior team. 
Yeah, um, I just think that, I mean, I think there's a couple things. I think first of all, and you, this was one of the things that that was surfacing quite a bit during his tenure at Arsenal. The players were like, I don't, unless you speak Spanish, they're just like, I don't know what he's saying to me. I can't, <laughs> I, I can't understand what it is that he wants me to do because he just speaks English so, so badly. Um, the other thing is, I just don't know that his management style is particularly suited well for the English game. Obviously, it does really well in Spain because he's won all of his Europa Leagues with uh, a Spanish club. Uh, he's probably going to do it again. Ah, no, Man U's going to do it. But he's, he's in another final with another Spanish club. Yeah, I mean, he... Um, I don't know. He... Uh, I don't, I don't know. I think that what Mikel is doing right now, especially since, I think they said since the turn of the year, um, they're like top three since the turn of the year, which is kind of always the tale of Arsenal. It's like a tale of two Arsenals. You know, what, what, which one are you going to get? Which half of the season? And then I think I sent you that stat, which again, here we go on stats, but like yep. if VAR didn't have anything to do with Arsenal's season, they would be, was it in third place? Yeah, and then Chelsea would be in fourth. Obviously, City would still be in first. United would be in second. Arsenal would be in third. So I just do think that a lot of things. I mean, Arsenal Wenger used to talk about it too during his last few years. He was like, "Look, like, yeah, talent has a lot to do with it, but at the end of the day, you still need luck, a little bit of luck on your side." And and I just think that Arsenal really haven't had that in the last few years. Uh, I mean, I mean, listen, he won. Arteta's already won an FA Cup and a Community Shield, which, I mean, for the, this dude's first time ever managing, you know, when I am coached PSG to, uh, I mean, prior to coming to Arsenal. So, yeah, I, I'm really happy with Mikel. I do hope that it, for me, it just comes down to the Cronkies. Like, you need to invest in the team. You need to buy some players. You need to fund this squad with, I would love if we kept Odegaard. I would love if we bought on another. I don't know, left and right back. I don't know. Right back's been okay here and there. I don't know. Say what you want about Hector Bellerin. I really like him. Uh, Kieran Tierney is amazing, but they don't have a backup. Granit Shaka plays in his position when he's hurt. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. A really good, a really good creative midfielder is something that we need. Um, and Pepe's coming alive the last half of the season. Yeah, they must have offered him a bonus. <laughs> yeah, hey, score some goals. We'll pay you more. Hey, I don't know. I mean, he, he was already on. Yeah, he's he's do, looking at me. It's those Nike boots, man. Yeah. He was trying out so many. He had gone from Adidas to Nike to Adidas to Puma and Nike and Puma and Puma. And I'm like, yo, just stick with one. Yeah, he's on that Mercurial game, and he's he's bringing yeah. it. Yeah, that's real. That's real too. That's real. Switching the boots up can't affect your play. It's just so much. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm i glad to hear that, you know, an Arsenal fan sticking with his team, standing by the manager and putting the heat on the owners that need to. Who who would you want to put to insert in that midfield? Who do you think could help them uh, get back in the conversation next season? De Bruyne. Um, the, come I on. mean, it's who, like, who, who's available? <laughs> like, who could they get? <laughs> De Bruyne could put Swansea in control. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they talk about, I mean, there's, I like, I don't know, all the Arsenal, like, true Arsenal, Arsenal fans love Emile Smith-Rowe, and he's been great, but I'm like, there's definitely options. I would, I would take Odegaard over Emile Smith-Rowe. I know that he grew up in the squad. He's, you know, he's, he's an Arsenal fan since he was born, um, mm -hmm. but I, I, and I like him. I just think that he's, he's... He's getting there. Uh, he's not there yet. I really do like Odegaard. Uh, they, there's talk of getting Emi Buendia uh, brought in, and he would be a really, I think he would be really great too. Super creative, plus he's Argentine, so, you know, I'm already on that boat. Um, mm -hmm. Who else is available, though? That's tough. Like, that's why, I don't know, that's why, like, Arsene Wenger always was like, look, we, we, even though we have, like, 10 midfielders, we don't have enough. Because there's just, it's just such a, such a, critical position um we really haven't had anyone that i mean obviously ozo was amazing um but you, i don't know i just i don't know i don't know who i would have loved to have kept ozo right now i would say odegaard or buendia those would be like the two uh, creative players that i would like okay heard it and here then, first 
Yeah, I mean, that would be nice. Thomas Partey started to kind of come to life a little bit toward the end of the season also. He had some injury issues. Didn't look like he was fully up to, like, Premier League fitness the first half mm-hmm. of the season. Um, but I do like him. I think that's a great signing. Hopefully he can turn into a little mini Patrick Vieira. But, yeah, we need some creativity. Pepe to keep playing like he's playing. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's a miniature Arsenal recap moving forward. Yeah, okay. sorry. Yeah, yeah. You gotta let. You gotta let. <laughs> warn the fan. Warn the crowd before I start talking about Arsenal because I might not stop. I could keep going. Might not stop. This is the this is the Gooners podcast reporting live from North London. All right, man. That's all good. So let's 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 switch it up. Let's go into um. Let's go into the weekend. Obviously, it was the last. You know. Final weekend of the uh, of the season, a lot of uh, top four races closing in, and what 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 one was most interesting to you out of like the big, let's just say the top five leagues, and like that last day, like which which one were you paying most attention to? Well, initially Arsenal, I mean England, because <laughs> <laughs> because you know I can in my mind I kept thinking oh shoot like what, three or four weeks ago on this very podcast, I was like, Arsenal's not making it to Europe. Um, and then, you know, the literally the last 30 minutes of the season, they were still in Europe. Uh, yeah. So that one was really important to me. Like, I really wanted them to get into Europe. Also, it's like a lot of... If Tottenham didn't win, a lot of things would have switched it up. You know, you, you wouldn't be as happy if Tottenham didn't win. So that was a really... I was paying attention to that one. And obviously, Italy, I really wanted AC Milan in... Uh, which I don't know how they did it, but they came up in second place. Uh, Ebro's going to be the 40-year-old playing in the Champions League next year, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I got to be honest. I didn't think they were going to pull it off at all. <laughs> I didn't I either. Didn't think they were going to pull it off at all, but they did it. They first. They did. Well, bro, they haven't been in the in the Champions League for like, at least... At least seven years, right? Since, like, Eber was... I want to say since Eber was there last. I mean, that might be a stretch, but it's been a long time. A, a decade, wow. No, it's things not... Yeah. Sh- I mean... Go ahead, Jay. I was just saying, things are shaking up in Italy right now. Really? You know, and Pirlo like, still has his job. That That's unacceptable, dude. He should have... You can tell... Dude, Ronaldo hates him. You can tell. You can tell. He didn't. He didn't let Ronaldo play the last game, or at least he didn't start the last game. Did you see the the post Ronaldo put on his Instagram? I didn't know. I just I just knew that they were like he's resting for for a uh, Europa League. I mean for Europa League uh, for Europe. Just, the, the disrespect. You should be ashamed of yourself. You arrested for Europa League. It starts what in three it? months. <laughs> what did his post say? He, he basically, I he, he was respond. He was responding to people like you talking about he's resting for Europa League. Basically, he was like, he was like, yo, I've done this at a high level for so long. I got a hundred plus goals and three or three clubs. I've I've won personal goals. Uh, collective goals. This is the game I love, and I'm going to continue to do it at a high level. Subtext was, yeah, you know what? We struggled to make it into the Champions League, and we didn't win the Scudetto. But you know what? Forget y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm still doing. I'm still doing what I want to do. Yeah, was, I mean, go, ahead. go, go, go. No, you go. I cut you off. No, I was just going to say he. There's. It, Today, the reports came out that they're going to talk about his... he got one year left, and they're going to talk about his future this week. Be interesting to see. I mean, what do you think? What What do you think? You think he's going to stay now that they finish top four, redeem himself, come back strong? I just... I don't... I don't know. I mean, I don't know where he would go if he left. I mean, you don't go back to Madrid, obviously. You, I don't know. He's not going to go anywhere else in Italy. Uh, does he go back to United? I don't know. You said he, you you want to see him back in Portugal, which would be cool. I just don't think that in his mind, it's kind of like Kobe. You know, when Kobe was talking about when he came back from the Achilles injury, they were like he was he was ranked like forty eighth or ninety eighth or some crazy high number, yeah, like forty eight in the league. 
and he was like, y'all are crazy, you know what we're talking about, but when that season started there, he was like, not that good. And I just kind of feel like it's the same thing. I know that he has high ambitions for himself, Yeah. but I mean, he couldn't, couldn't pull his team into anything higher than a fourth place finish. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know where he goes. I think, he stays, I think. He, I think. I think he got the golden boot, though. I'm not going to just sit here and let us talk bad about one of my idols. But, uh... No, 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 no. I, I don't, don't get it twisted. I'm just messing with you. He's amazing. Yeah. But, I mean, Messi won the Pachichi, too. But, I mean, you know... He's... That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just don't know where Ronaldo would go again. I, I don't know. I don't know. I also still don't know why he went to Juventus in the first place. But that's an entirely different podcast. That's a completely different conversation. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm, with, I'm with you. What What were you thinking? <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, yeah. You, like you said, I wish, I wish he would go back to Sporting Lisbon. I think that'd be super dope. If not, you got to stay. Like you've been to the Champions League, you got to stay and, and kind of see if, I mean, let's let's be honest. You're not winning the Champions League in Italy. You're not going to do it. Not, not. No. Not unless they do something drastic, and let's be honest, Juve doesn't have the money to do that, and Pirlo wasn't fired, so he's probably going to coach you again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, he could. So the only other thing that, like, might could possibly be real, and I feel like this this is like, this, all right, we're getting into a section I'm going to call, like, conspiracy theories, okay? All right, I like that. We should do this. We should do this. Like, football conspiracy theories. So it's like... You look, so you look, he has, like, he, he's friends with Neymar, right? Ronaldo and Neymar are friends. It's well didn't known. Know that. You didn't know that. They, you didn't know, they, like, he, Ronaldo, or Neymar had him doing the Red Bull commercials for him at one point, like, a few years ago. Yeah, I didn't know they were, like, friends, friends. Like, Messi and Neymar friends? Like, Messi no, and No, not, not, friends? yeah, not, not like that. Okay. But, like, but, like, I guess professional friends, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. He's in Paris, you know, you could tell him, you know, yo, come over here. Also, Mbappe mm. looks up to him. Mbappe loves that guy. He loves him like, like I love, I won't say what I love, but he, yeah, he Let's loves hear it. it. Well, I was, I was going to say pineapple juice, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, that's kind of, it's out of left field. So yeah, I was going to leave it out. But anyway, so I, what I'm thinking, here's the conspiracy so PSG, they're sitting here. They just signed. They just signed my boy to that 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 twenty twenty five contract. Right. Mbappe. Word on the street is Mbappe is going to Madrid, either this summer or next summer. Yeah. They could. I mean, they could make a play. The that's the word. But here, hear me out here. They could make a play here. They could say, you know, we're gonna bring in your favorite player, the player you wanted to be when you were a kid. We're gonna bring Ronaldo. We're gonna bring him to the Paris. We're gonna bring him out. You stay, play with this man you love. Maybe give him like a three-year, give Ronaldo a three-year deal. Get Mbappe to sign a three-year extension to play with his guy. I don't, I don't know if that kind of stuff actually works, but I feel like Barcelona is trying the same thing, no? Yeah, I mean, I don't know either. I feel like if 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 PSG want to win Champions League, I honestly think. It's not Ronaldo they need, right? It's a... No, it's not. No, it's not Ronaldo. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, honestly, I, obviously I'm a bigger Messi fan, but I think that Messi gives them a better chance at winning Champions League than, than Ronaldo. Yeah, that's... I mean, yeah, if we're, if, we're, if we're being completely honest, yeah, Messi gives them a better chance. What gives them the better chance is to get a left back and a right back. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, someone who has some speed and who can cross the balls in, because that yeah. play needs to start coming in from other directions instead of Neymar. I was gonna say, there's like, only two guys on the field that can cross the ball, and they're both South American. Yeah, Neymar and Di Maria, and Di, Di Maria, Maria is, is getting up there. The so, temper. Yeah. The temper. We. What's that dude's name? Ah man! Shout out to the commentator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, we do. We gotta find that clip and give that bozo the red card. That was nuts. Oh, that's gotta, true. That's true. That's true. We gotta give first... him the red card. Mm -hmm. The oh, red man. card, <laughs> dude. That was so bad. 
Dude, I, my jaw hit the floor. I was like, I he didn't just say what he think, what I think he did, did he? Then like you text me, I'm like these people are nuts. And then he apologized. That was a quick apology. That that turnaround time on that apology was pretty quick. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think to hop on Twitter. I should have hopped on Twitter to see how many other people were like, this guy's a nut bag. Like who's who says that on who says that? Let alone on national TV. Oh, like yeah. one of the most popular games of the year. Especially when it's two South American countries at each other in the, that particular scenario that saw him the red card. But anyway, the, um, yeah, Twitter was having a day of it too. They were like, it was some pretty funny stuff on there. Like they let him have it. But um, I don't know. I don't even know who we're talking about. Um, yeah, anyway, I think Messi brings... Messi is the one who PSG need. I, I, it's, it's just interesting because I thought, I thought Messi was going to PSG till, till Barca signed, potentially signed uh, Kuhn. That's the other conspiracy. That's the other conspiracy. Yeah, it's a lot going on right now. Sign your friend. It's the whole sign your friend to keep a friend. <laughs> hey, sorry <laughs> that we got rid of your friend. Uh, we're going to bring another one in. Mm-hmm. Don't be too mad at us. Okay, so let, let's talk about that. We arrived there organically. Let's just talk about Luis Suarez and <laughs> Atletico Madrid. Tell, it, t- tell us what your thoughts are on that I'm whole, glad like, he from beginning it. to end. Well, I don't... I mean, obviously, they know Messi wants to leave. And I know that they needed somewhat of a clearing out. But if you want to keep your prized possession, you don't send his best friend away in the manner that you told me if they did it, and I knew that it was dirty. I didn't know they came up with a list and said, this is where you can go and you can't go. So, I mean, that's, I'm really glad that he went where he went, and I'm really glad that he basically won it for them, for them but that, you know, he, he had a really good performance in the last game, and I'm really glad that they won it. Yeah. Dude, same, same. Not, I mean, full disclosure, I'm not a Luis Suarez fan, fan by any stretch of the imagination, but almost just to spite totally. this team, they had to win. Like, you yep. can't, like, like you, like, if, if you, if someone has, like, let's be real, Luis Suarez did a lot for Barcelona. For someone mm-hmm. to have done that much for you, for you to allow a new coach to come in and basically tell him that he's old news and to allow right. him to leave in that manner and say, oh yeah, you, you, you're not good enough for us. We don't, we don't think you can do anything. You got to go, but you can't go yeah. anywhere where we think you can have real success. So, so here, here's a list of places you, you, you not fly zones. You can't go there. <laughs> it's like, can I go to Madrid? They're like, like. Uh, which Barcelona's one? <laughs> laughing. Yeah, which one? Atlet- Red and white. Okay, he's laughing. Sure. Here you go. Here you go. Here, here's, a, here's, a, here's a bonus for... Because they're not going to be able to help you, if anything. And then you win the league, dude. I, hats off to him. Fair play. Diego Simeone, yeah. the whole team. Griezmann, you know, I bet he feels some kind of way about it. Like, I bet... Eric, like, there's so many different moving pieces in that whole thing where it's like... You're right. Barcelona just looks, I mean, I'm wearing this beautiful jersey, but they look like, they're like idiots of the season. I mean, you're totally right. That just goes to show how bad they are at business um, and how much they just don't value people. Like, they obviously don't value Messi. Everyone in the world of sporting news was like, look, this dude has brought you everything, given you every ounce of energy that he's made of for the last 15 plus years and he wants to leave as was agreed to in his like pre-contract and this is how you treat him and it's the same thing they did with Suarez like Suarez brought you Champions Leagues Copas like all this success and this is how you treat him it's just is not it's not okay that's really 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 bad well another thing that they do well another super disrespectful distasteful thing they do and I feel like they do this every year and correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like every year the season ends and they're like Barcelona, like the headlines are always in, like Barcelona needs to raise money to buy X star. And then they corral up all their players, put a price tag on them. And they just parade them all around to all the clubs in a very public manner. Like, who wants to buy Philip Coutinho? Who wants to buy Sergi Roberto? Who wants to buy Dembele? 
who wants to buy like lit like every year it's like eight players like first yeah. team players and they're openly trying to sell these guys and i'm like how do you like how do you go back to work it's like it was all over the news you don't want me here and now yeah, no one no one would buy me and now we're back here and like like how do you, like I, it seems so, super toxic like i'm like i don't like i don't want to win i don't want to play yeah and like you said they like it they make they're they're no respecter of persons like they'll do it to Ansu Fati at 17 and they'll do it to Lionel Messi <laughs> after 17 years of service. It doesn't matter who you are. Right. They don't respect anybody. Nope. That's bad. Like you, especially with like, you know, the, the personalities or kind of some call it egos. I mean, these people are the most popular, some of the most popular like, people in the world. You play for Barcelona, it's like everyone yeah. knows who you are and you're treating them like it's just some piece of meat who wants this yeah. one yeah yeah like zero 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 respect and let even less discretion like other clubs <laughs> yeah. like they're they're trying to do deals and like if like say like they're trying to like let's just say this didn't happen with gareth bell, like if real madrid trying to sell, sell gareth bell and then like someone like leaks that it's trying he's trying to be sold they're like no that's not true and now the offer's off the table we're gonna keep him for another season because like we're trying to keep some integrity and like keep yeah. his reputation intact. Barcelona is the opposite. They're like, oh yeah, who'd you hear that from? Are are they interested? Did are they gonna make an offer? <laughs> did they did they say how much they're willing to pay? Players yeah. just sitting at home like, gee whiz, man, come on. Yeah, and it's not like they don't play them either. It's not like they're like, oh, let's not let's make sure like you don't get hurt so that you keep. Your, it's like no, 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 like keep performing for us and like keep bringing us the wins and the money and like all of the the stats and all that stuff. Like keep keep all that coming. Just yeah. keep your bags packed. Also, just keep them packed. You can like if that offer comes in, you're out of here. You're gone. Yeah, yeah. It's, you're right. It's pretty bad. Well, that, that's enough about a selfish club with a beautiful history. Um, <laughs> other highlights of the weekend, um, you know, like you said, Madrid, red and white Madrid won. Uh, PSG didn't win because Lil won. So, you know, congratulations to them, you know. Be, if I'm being honest, not like, like we both like PSG. I'm like... We were talking about this earlier. I don't think anybody in Paris gave a hoot about them not winning the league. I feel like after they didn't win the Champions League or went out, they're pretty much, you know, like the season's yeah. over. Like, maybe we can win a cup here if we do, which they did, and that's fine. Whatever cup it was, like the French Cup or the Uber Eats and Lyft combined for the cup, the, <laughs> the Tender Cup, whatever it was. You know, they're like, we'll take this and, you know, we'll we'll be back next season. Like, I think yeah. they even congratulated Lil. Like, they they truly don't care. Yeah, it's kind of sad because I, I you want to see the French League grow and sustain and be more than just, I, I don't know. I You want to see it kind of be more competitive, which that's really great. But PSG know that it's just not what they want right now. They just really yeah. want that Champions League. Exactly, yeah. They're like, we know, like, we'll come in second, we'll qualify for Champions League, we're going to give it our best go next season, but mm -hmm. it's like, they're coasting. Which hopefully, yeah, like you said, maybe next season there will be more French teams that can give them a go. Maybe Olympic Lyon will have a better season. Um, Marseille maybe figure out the, right. what, I mean, that was a train wreck this season. Yeah, totally. I, like, like, I don't know where Marseille even ended. Like, if they finished in the top half of the table, I'd be surprised, but... Like, there's good French teams. They just need to figure it out and commit, I think, you know? I yeah. Know. I love seeing Monaco up there back in Champions League. Um, mm -hmm. It's going to be super weird to see Lille in Champions League. You know that time? I was actually looking at the past, like, um, French winners or French League winners. And I don't know if you remember when Lyon won, like, seven in a, or six or seven in a row or something like that when they they were like the team and even you know the team in europe they were really good in the european competition yeah um, but that, that was that's just i guess it's just kind of how things go there you know the a club gets money pumped into them for a few years and they go on a ride for five six years of being the strongest and the best 
But I would just really, I mean, that's just what makes the Premier League so good is that in any given day, anybody can beat anyone. In any given season, anyone can win uh, the Premier League. And I just, I would, I guess I just wish I was seeing that in more of these competitions, more of these leagues. Yeah. Yeah, that I agree. Like, it would be nice, yeah. Because, like, I feel like, like, we look at France and, like, I feel like everyone obviously knows PSG and OL. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a few people might know, like, Bordeaux, Lille, uh, Marseille, mm-hmm. Nice, Monaco. Right. But, like, no, like, most people couldn't name, like, more than two or three players off no. of any of those rosters or tell you who their manager was or what their record no. was. Like, I mean... No, you're totally... I mean, there was a time when when no one could do that with Paris. I remember, you know, when like when we were working together, no one knew who Paris was. Back you know, when, like, they're... Is that back when, had, like, uh, they had... They had that one Argentine guy that was super good, though. They've ha- had... Well, like, pre-Pastore, Nene, like, all no, of that. That was Pastore. That's what I was talking about. I Pastore. love that guy. Yeah, even before that, like... I guess, I don't know, maybe people didn't even know Ronaldinho played there. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it's just, I don't know how we got on that topic, but now it's just a whole different story. If you go, if when I go to Paris and like um, meet up with people or whatever, they always tell me that the team in Paris is not even PSG, it's uh, Red Star. For the real right? fans. For the real fans, yeah, that's like the team. And it's funny because... Um, I was watching a TV show, uh, really into this Netflix special. This is not what needs to happen right now, but I'm really into this Netflix special, uh, Netflix TV show, and it's called The Hookup Plan, and it's in French. It's in France, and it's in French. Um, but they're all at a bar, at a watching a game, and they all have, uh, you know, Paris Red Star jerseys on. Okay. Um, not PSG jerseys. Obviously, PSG is a big team there, but yeah, that red, I think, yeah, Red Star Paris. It's like a huge, huge, huge. It, that's what, like what all the Parisians really like is that team because no one likes that all the money was pumped into PSG. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it 100 percent honest with you. I I had heard that there was another club in Paris that people followed. Mm-hmm. If I was on the Prices Right and they asked me which club it was, <laughs> and and I saw Red Star FC on there, I would have thought it was a club from Moscow. Yeah, so. when I heard about <laughs> it, I was like, wait, Red Star. And he was like, yeah. So this was my friend, the former kit man of PSG. He was like, no, okay. don't get it twisted. Like Paris is not the team for the Parisians. But Red Star is in the the lower league. But not yeah. The one. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. I just, I just pulled him up and I was like, I'm looking at the logo and I'm like, you okay. guys look like a mix between like the Portuguese national team and the Rangers from the Scottish Premiership. So. It's a it's a vice they got a vice kit right vice sponsors them, which is wild. Uh, oh yeah yeah vice land vice TV that is Isn't crazy. That crazy. Yeah, the jersey's kind of fire though. A jersey, I mean, listen, I'm gonna have to pick one up in October when I'm there. I'll get you one uh, too. But yeah, they look good. Okay. I'm trying to get a Brazo on one of these lower league French teams. Okay yeah 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 it could I mean you could get the sponsor on the sleeve on the. Uh, on the back, start off there, and then two seasons in, you're the marquee right here where the right. Rapids should go. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Well, that's, I think that's about it for the, uh, for like the way the league's in. I think we pretty much covered all of that. Um, we talked about a lot of the highlights, uh, Sergio Aguero, his situation, you know, did it all. With City probably going to win the Champions or Champions League and go over Hope to Barcelona so. and do his thing there. Um, I think that probably do. I think we probably covered everything we wanted to talk about cool. uh, this episode. With with the caveat, and you know, we don't want this episode to go too long, but uh, I just want to get your thoughts on Karim Benzema making oh, his yeah. return to the French team. I think it's good. I'm, I am surprised. I mean, I didn't think he had a future in the French team. I don't know if I heard that, read that somewhere, but it just didn't look like it, especially at his age. No, the, co- the coach said it. The he coach said that, said right? He'll never okay. wear, he said he'll never play for this team again. Okay, Did yeah, I thought I heard that. 
never. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, so obviously, you, when you hear that, uh, you think, okay, well, he's done. Uh, he had a good run. Um, but uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I was happy. I mean, he had a really great season. I honestly... I don't know. I don't think they need him. I mean, they obviously don't need him. They won the World Cup without him. Um, they don't need you. It's just so weird. Like, they don't need him. They won the World Cup without him. He hasn't played there in years. He is essentially the same player as uh, Olivier Giroud. And to be honest, I I mean, I don't know that I... I don't know who I'd take over the two. I mean, you've, you've obviously been using Giroud. He's a great hold-up player. He makes the difficult look easy and the easy look insanely hard. So... I don't Facts. know. <laughs> you know? Facts. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah, but Benzema, I mean, I don't know. He's obviously great, but I just thought it was wacky. Like, wait, what? And and not only that, but Giroud is still on the team as well. It's not like they swapped one out for the other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm with you. I mean, if I'm being honest, like, like if I'm building a team, like, me managing and they're like, okay, you can choose a French striker between Giroud or Benzema. I'm picking Benzema, but for the French national team setup right now that did the World Cup without him and did a Euro final without him, mm-hmm. I'm not breaking up that chemistry. Like you said, I'm not either. yeah, like Giroud's been doing his thing. He had a goalless World Cup where he was hold held up a winner, held up a a winner's medal. Like, yeah, that that's that's kind of amazing you know like he he you got to be doing a lot of a lot right to not score a goal in the world cup and win the world cup so yeah know, let him hold the ball for Griezmann and Mbappe and whoever else was scoring goals that wasn't named Giroud and I mean because I feel like they picked up some other players too that didn't go to the world cup that can also make a difference and like if worst case scenario like you know they're down and there's 10 minutes in the game and you bring in like a, a player like Karim Benzema, like he could turn right. something to nothing. And I think that that would be what I would do if I was uh, DDA Deshaun, but I wouldn't like give him the starting role over a guy that won the no, World Cup. Almost effortlessly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Effortless? I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he doesn't start, in my opinion. I, honestly, Drew doesn't even need to start. I, it's just so weird because they have such great... We just talked about this last week. Like, their youth... And the French team is so good and deep that, like, that was the biggest shock to me. It was like, wait, why are they doing that? What What's the point? Um, yeah, I just, I'm kind of speechless. Just don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, also, yeah, and, like, when, when and where is he going to play? I get him coming off the bench. Um, but it's just kind of scary because they had a perfect, they had the perfect squad uh, in 2018. And that, and then it just kind of feels like that. It's kind of getting messed up a little bit. That chemistry. So we'll have to yeah. see. I mean, we'll they know see. what they're doing. They always field a tough squad. So we'll have to see. I'm sure we, yeah. you know, they know what they're doing. But it was just yeah. funny. All right. Well, last thing about France. This is. I don't know if the French Federation of Football is going to watch this video or listen to this podcast. But I want you guys to know. So I bought. I bought this jersey for the Euros. Right. I think you can see. See a little patch That's right the two there. stars on there? The, yeah, the two, the two stars. But I asked for Mbappe on the back. I don't know if you can see me or not, Brooks, but they didn't give me the number. So now my, I gotta, I'm, I'm asking the audience and I'm asking you. They didn't give me Mbappe. Whose name should I get on the back of this kit? Wait, like I'm saying, did they charge you? Oh, what absolutely. Name? They told they they charged me. I called customer. Oh, I emailed customer service. They were like, Oh yeah, you uh, you didn't you didn't pick a name. I was like, no, I picked Mbappe. I sent them a screenshot of the email. And they're like, well, it didn't come through for us, and we just saw that you wanted the uh, Euro competition patches. And I'm like, I'm like, what kind of person just wants patches <laughs> on a on a jersey? I'm like, like I'm like this isn't a two thirds thing. Like I want the respect, I want the Euro, and I want the name and the, the name and number on the front and the back. And they're like, yeah, well. You can order a new one if you want, but or you can Typical send it French back. Fashion. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, okay, well, I guess I got a local soccer shop here. I'm just gonna let them put the number on it. But you know, so they're reimbursing you at least. No. 
Well, I'm gonna call him tomorrow. So I so I emailed him. Uh, I got the shirt last night, so I emailed him um, today, and that's what they said. And then I tried to call him, and they were like, "Our office is closed. Uh, call us back." So I'm gonna wake up early and call him first thing. First thing when the Paris sunrise, catch him off guard with the American accent. Yeah, you better get that. You better have to get that uh, Google Translate up and running. Yeah, I'll be like, uh, I don't even, my French, I can barely say anything in French. I'm just going to tell him, you know, I can't even say anything. Anyway, that that's that's all, that, Brooks, that's all I got, man. You got anything else for the people today? No. All right, then. Well, we appreciate everybody for sharing uh, sharing your time with us and allowing us to chat chat football with you. Uh, This is the 12-man podcast. Have a good week. We'll catch you next time. Peace.